Ah, welcome back. Jack Michael Show. Derek Hansen in for Jack. Time now for Baseball's Week. Always fun to talk every Friday. A little Major League Baseball, including Twins Baseball, with the play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Twins, Corey Provis. And, boy, another tough loss last night. And I don't want to use injuries as an excuse. And, you know, there's we got so many different plays in there. But, uh, boy, that episode that we had in the outfield last night just seems like it's one thing after another when this team finds a way to lose. Yeah, you know, it's uh, what I keep thinking of is that you got a hole in the boat, you plug that one, and then another one springs open, and you just you just don't have the time to just fill every hole. And right now, they're just missing too many guys at the same time, and um, and it's showing. Just that this is all of a sudden, in a matter of days, it feels like Derek. This wins have gone from the oldest team in the American League to now the youngest. When you look at the roster they're throwing out there right now. Uh, they got more guys in their 20s than they did, you know, earlier this season. No, that's a very good point. You know, injuries, uh, it, it, you always u- hate to use them as an excuse, but let's face it, when you're talking about guys like, you know, Ref Snyder and all these other guys that are in there, th- those are not guys that we heard of before, certainly during spring training even. I mean, we we saw Alberto Celestino in camp the last couple of years, but as I said to Rocco last night on the pregame show, I said, He's a talented player and he's young, but if he's your center fielder, you know, game 60, then a lot has gone wrong uh, in your regular season, and that's what's happened. And it's not for performance. It's just simply because of injury, and injuries are spiking throughout the game right now, a ton of soft tissue injuries. Derek, really on the climb, but they're up about 30% uh, going back to 2019. You really can't compare last year, but – you compare 2019, roughly 60 games in, there's about 30% more uh, injuries in the game today than there was two years ago at this point. You know, it's interesting, uh, and so much talk is about this. I think maybe you've had that uh, Danny's talked about this a little bit, I think, with you, and it's been brought up on the TV side, too, is just, you know, these guys are working out so much, and there may be, maybe there needs to be a little bit of a dial back. Is, has that been talked about amongst, you know, trainers in the league, or? You know, I, I don't know about that. I just think that I know the Twins were looking at a study they were they were working on in advance of this season was um, was kind of like looking at marathon runners, that people that were able to run the full marathon, but then the next year or the next race or so they could not, and then they had to work their way back up into being able to run, you know, 26.2 miles again. Uh, there were some teams that were looking into that. The Twins were one of them. But it's not going to be apples and apples. It's going to be you're going to have conflict. It's not the same physical grind. And I, I don't know if it's fair to say that, you know, the work that they did this off season was incorrect because the body has been building to, to throw for, you know, six, seven months and, and swing the bat, you know, dozens and dozens of times a day and to do it every day for six or seven months. And then to not do that, and then to do it again, I think we all expected injuries. Now, to what extent, uh, to what level, to what body part, I think there'll be some studies done, and we'll kind of see exactly where uh, baseball was hurt the most. But just looking at the transactions, it's, it's soft tissue. It's a lot of obliques, intercostals, and hamstrings, and calves, and things like that, as opposed to traumatic you know, injuries that are happening on hit by pitches and, you know, sliding into bases. You're seeing a few of those, but not to the extent that we're seeing more soft tissue injuries right now. 
Yeah, and I guess you bring up a good point. It kind of relates to last year at this time we were talking about, will the season ever start again, right? And collective bargaining type of stuff. And you know, and when guys are working out in your garage, who knows? I mean, I'm sure there'll be a lot of looks into that, to how much getting out of that routine really did affect the, the, all these guys. Yeah, absolutely. And just not everybody had, you know, Nelson Cruz's, you know, estate to prepare for. I mean, some guys had to get creative and just grab a mattress and a ball and just throw it and grab some kind of tee and hit it into a wall or hit it into a mattress. They, and not everybody had the same facilities uh, to use to prepare for the season. Some that lived in Fort Myers were able to use the Hammond Stadium complex, but it was only because they lived down there. You could not fly down there and then use that facility to, to work out during the shutdown last year. So. Um, you know, the Royals, they have avoided, you know, big injuries. The Tigers have avoided big injuries, but the White Sox have been banged up. They've kept their pitching healthy, but they, uh, they're missing their center fielder. They're missing their left fielder, two important bats, and they haven't missed a beat. You mentioned uh, soft tissue injuries, and I got, I got to give you credit. You described what uh, happened with Mitch Garver as well as you could, but I tell you, when I was listening on my way home, I was wincing the whole way. That is just a scary – I mean, it's really a scary situation. And, and, cause, it's awful. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, it's awful. I mean, there was, not, there was nothing funny about that. And, look, the ref Snyder collision with the wall, I, I'm not going to lie. I did laugh um, when I saw it because I just – it's to me, it's something you don't see too often in, in Major League Baseball and – you know, I hope he feel he's feeling better. He's on the concussion injury list right now. So on that side of it, I'm, you know, kicking myself that I, that I did laugh at it a little bit because he's hurt. But with Garver, there was nothing funny about that, and he was in he was in so much pain, and I, I can't even fathom how he feels and how awful that just felt and continues to feel right now. So he's going to be out a while. Uh, Rocco said it's going to be weeks, not months, but let's wait and see. This is going to take some time for him to recover. Well, I would say more like months. I mean, you're a catcher in that situation. My heavens. I mean, you know, you're squatting down off and on for three hours. That's going to be a tough one, right? I mean, there's just no getting around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had surgery. He had surgery. To what extent, we don't know. And right. that's for him to disclose. And, and you know, I, I think we're all adults when if he chooses to, to reveal what happened, I think we just have to listen and, okay. Uh, but it sounds awful, and um, he had he had a procedure performed, and uh, he's back in Minneapolis now, and he's just going to rest and recover. I don't think there'll be anything baseball related that Mitch will do for quite some time. Yeah, I agree. I I, I know like thirty years ago it was, but uh, I know a, my a friend of mine's dad had a situation on the golf course and where something, and that was you know that was scary. I mean, rushed emergency room type of stuff. So it is something we you know we see these things on funny home videos all the time, but this was I mean this this type of situation is really scary. There's no no getting around it. No, no, nothing good about that at all. So I just I hope I hope the best for him, and uh, hopefully that he's feeling fine. He's He's about to be a dad for the first time. He and his wife are set to welcome their first child soon. So he's going to be busy in that regard. And now you have this. Uh, it's, it's some tough times So head here for Mitch Garber. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned Nelson Cruz. There was a play last night, and I thought you and Danny really described it well. Just Nelson Cruz, 40 years old, hustling it out to first base and extended an inning. And, you know, certainly kept the Twins in that game. And you know, th- th- those are the little things in baseball. And I grew up watching Kirby Puckett, who hustled every ground out to first base every time, and I admired that so much. And here's Nelson Cruz doing the same thing last night. Yeah, I mean, if, if he's a leader, and if he's doing that at 40, then everybody should be doing that at, in their 20s. And uh, he certainly does that, so. I, I never doubt that with him. I, I just wonder about the risk right now, Derek. You know, he got hit by a pitch in Anaheim. 
a few weeks ago, and I, he's playing through it, and I wonder if the wrist is bothering him more than he's letting on. And I just think he's saying, you know, like, I have to play because there's we're down to just, you know, such few guys that can really impact the lineup on a given day. So I'm sure he's playing through that pain right now because he hasn't been swinging a hot bat now for a while. Even, even before he got hit by that pitch, his numbers in May were dropping off, and, uh, and so far June hasn't been too good either. Uh, my final thing here before we uh, kind of uh, wrap things up and get ready for game two of this four-game series tonight, there are a lot of young players out there, and they're certainly uh, you know, we, we're kind of getting to know them, the old Twins lo- slogan from many years ago. Who are some of the guys that we should maybe be listening for when you're giving a call? I mean, that really could excite us here as we go along. Well, I think, you know, uh, Kirilov and Larnick, these are going to be, you know, these are going to be prominent players here long, long time. Larnick's going to be an outfielder. I think Kirloff long-term, Derek, is going to be the Twins' first baseman um, for the time being, some first some outfield, but I think long-term he'll be at first base for many, many years. I'm, I'm excited for the next wave to be more on the pitching side. Uh, that's Yohan Duran, uh, Matt Cantorino, Josh Winder, uh, Jordan Balazovic. I think that there's going to be some, some arms that are going to join the team. If not this year, then certainly next year. Uh, you could say maybe maybe Duran this year. He's in Triple A right now. The other guys, some at A ball, some at Double A, are moving their way up. Uh, Balazovic was injured to start his season, but he's back and throwing. Uh, but also Royce Lewis. Uh, you know, you can't help but think about how much uh, you know he's missed right now. Just not seeing him play. A guy that I thought was going to to, to break into the big leagues at some point this season, uh, but out for the year with a torn ACL. But that that's going to delay his time. Uh, no doubt about that. He should be healthy and ready to play again in 2022. But you know, where is he going to have to start? He's obviously, spring training, and then does he go maybe even to high A ball or double A? Get the competition back, start playing again. So the ACL injury for him certainly has delayed his progress. All right, thank you very much. We'll be listening tonight, and I'll be uh, tuning in on my pontoon. Thanks so much for your time as always here for baseball this week, Corey. All right, Derek. Thanks, man. You bet. Baseball this week with Corey Provost brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service. Big enough to serve you, small enough to know you.